There are many ways people listen to vision, including on smart speakers. Just tell your smart speakers to play Vision Christian Radio. Alexa, play Vision Christian Radio. Vision. Yep, it really is that easy. You can also say, play V180 Radio for our music channel. It's just another way that Vision is helping you look to God daily. A biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. This is 2020 on Vision. This is Andrew McLennan. Throughout history, the Christian church has advanced its message by sending people with a mission with a call, and sometimes with a spirit of self-sacrifice. In today's world, where there is big divides between Christian and non-Christian, this mission continues, and missionaries continue to spread the gospel, sometimes at risk of their own life. Today's interview will be a little bit different. We're speaking to a young Australian living and working in a foreign country that is 99% non-Christian. He's there because he feels a call to share Christ in that environment. We can't reveal his name, his birthplace, or any details about his family, but we will be hearing about the work that he is doing. It's our pleasure to speak with this modern-day missionary and hear a little bit about his story now. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Can I ask you, what caused you to move to a nation that is 99% non-Christian? How did that happen? Yeah, well, I work among unreached people groups, uh, which means that where I am, the number of local Christian believers is really tiny compared to the whole population. So that means the local community of believers, they just don't have the numbers or the or the resources to, to evangelize their own people group without outside assistance. So that means that someone within that population they have little or almost no opportunity to, to hear the good news from someone uh, within their own own group. Um, and if they do somehow manage to hear the good news, then they have little or no opportunity to actually be discipled and get connected and grow in their faith and, and be part of the church. So really that's my motivation in, in living there, in, in working in that part of the world, is essentially going to be part of the solution to that problem. Yeah, I, I, get, I get that. I get that. But tell yeah. me, obviously within you, I mean, we look at the story of Jeremiah in the, in the Old Testament where the Lord called him as a young man and he felt this burning desire to go. In you, did God start to work at a young age and prepare you for this work? Um, I mean, I guess you could say that if I look back through my, my, uh, my journey. Uh, but I think specifically to work uh, among unreached people groups, it happened uh, about 10 years ago. I had the opportunity to do a, a short-term uh, mission uh, trip, uh, and I saw some of the need, and I, and I felt God press on my heart that, um, that, uh, that, that opportunity that was missing for those people and, and the relatively small number of missionaries and, and other people uh, who were were working in those areas and, and I think that was sort of uh, what led me to sort of get uh, interested in it to get start to develop a passion for it I and love that so the catalyst was a yeah. missions trip you went on a short term missions trip and little did you realise fast forward 10 years you'd be living in a foreign country 
99% non-Christian, a long way from from your homeland, uh, serving God in that environment, all from a missions trip. Well, I mean, it wasn't one just one missions trip. There was probably I did a, a, at least two, um, but definitely, yeah, those short trips give you a taste for life overseas, uh, life a taste for what it's like working in mission, and so little by little. The prospect of moving your whole life over there becomes less daunting. I think. Yeah, well, that's a great encouragement yeah. to any yeah. any churches or leaders out there now who are taking missions teams over on these short term trips. Uh, wow, what a what a great story yours is! But let's get down to the nitty gritty. So you're living in this this nation which we can't mention, which is ninety nine percent non Christian. How do you find opportunities to share your faith in Jesus with with individuals in that setting? Yeah, well, I think the interesting thing about the culture where I am, and in a lot of places uh, that are not necessarily Western culture, um, is that um, people are, are quite open to talk about religion um, because it's normal. It's normal. It's unusual for people to to not believe in uh, uh, a higher power and not to have some kind of faith. And so people are quite open to discussing it. And particularly in the context of a relationship, uh, you know, a friendship, um, people are, are quite willing to, to discuss these sort of truths. Um, and so, yeah, in the workplace, sports activities, in cafes, there's actually like a lot of opportunities to share. And most people we meet, uh, will, you know, or most people that I meet, I'll be the only Christian that they might, they ever know. Yeah. <laughs> and so... In terms of opportunities, um, there's no, yeah, we don't uh, have a shortage in that sense. The harvest is uh, right. Yeah. Can, can, can I ask, are there specific laws against you sharing your faith in the environment in which you live? Um, it, it's certainly frowned upon, and so everything needs to be um, done in a way that is um, respectful and dis- discreet. Uh, you know, just try to fly under the radar and not do things in an overt manner, that's for sure. Uh, and so, you know, if you follow certain, you know, if you if you take the right approach, generally um, there's no issues as such. Uh, and certainly, as I said, within the context of a friendship, it's okay to discuss things. Yeah, friendship um, being, evangelism. Being, being out on the street is, is another matter, but, you know, um, yeah, that's that's okay. Yeah. You know? So you so it sounds to me like there's a, a fairly high level of spiritual hunger among the people that you speak to about the Lord. Yeah. Look, it does depend. Uh, there's certainly a lot of people who are resistant and who are who are not interested in you know in Christianity. Um, but you know there are people who are open and hungry to hear the good news. And the trick is finding those people because there's certain people where the Lord is, is working in their lives uh, in different ways, uh, be it some kind of miraculous vision or, or dream. Uh, so a lot of people are having uh, dreams, you know, with, uh, with, with uh, dreams of Jesus or some other kind of uh, Christian reference. Um, and so, you know, people like that are, are often quite open and hungry. Yeah, so have you had, because I've heard a lot of these stories from different countries where people from different faith backgrounds have encountered the Lord, as you said, in dreams, 
and visions. I actually met a lady in northern Nigeria once who literally had a dream. She was brought up in the Islamic faith, had a dream. Jesus appeared to her and basically said, look, I'm calling you now. You need to serve me. And she had this incredible encounter with God through a dream. Are you meeting people as well who've had those same encounters? Yeah, I've got a story. Do you mind if I share a story about a young man? Love to hear the story. Go for it. Yeah, so there was a story uh, not too long ago about a young man, uh, and so he grew up in a local family. He had, you know, in his life, he had no exposure to anything outside of his local religion. And then one day he had a dream, and in that dream he had a vision of Jesus. And so it was sort of like God was reaching out to him in a miraculous way, like we were discussing. Uh, and for him, it was really impacting. Uh, he, uh, you know, he was puzzling over all the questions that it raised for him. He, he didn't really know how to understand the significance of it. And he had no one who could explain it to him. He didn't know any Christians. Um, but then one day he was at the local park and he met two Christians. And so they were foreigners who were visiting uh, the city for a few weeks. Uh, doing something similar to what I was telling you about the short-term uh, trips. And so essentially there was this divine appointment where these two uh, guys from uh, the other side of the world uh, met up with this guy and they struck up a friendship um, and he was able to share about the dream and they, they were able to explain the vision to him and the significance of it and actually uh, led him to, to faith. And wow. uh, that was the start of his discipleship journey. Isn't that amazing? Can, that is just incredible. It is, yeah, it is. Um, so it's been really encouraging to, to hear stories like that. And I've heard other stories as well, similar, where um, you know where there's been some kind of dream and, and that has really been impactful for people. Yeah, and yeah. it sounds like, just when you were sharing that, I just thought, wow, the prayers of God's people. Sometimes we can pray for different nations and different cultures and different people groups. And maybe sometimes, you know, human, humanly speaking, we can think, wow, is our prayers making a difference? But it sounds to me like that story of that young man, that's an answer to someone's prayers somewhere, isn't it? That the church somewhere is praying and God is working in those settings. Oh, 100%. I mean, yeah, the prayer, you know, we have people who, who pray for us, uh, and I know there's uh, many people who are praying for, for the unreached people groups, and yeah, it absolutely makes a difference. I mean, it's not, not only does it make a difference, but essentially it's, it's the, uh, the key element, the most important thing. Um, so uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, we talk about, um, you know, that, that verse, not by might, not by power, but by the Spirit of the Lord, and that couldn't be more... Uh, uh, relevant to, yeah. to the work so, that I'm involved in. Yeah, and so you obviously need the prayers of God's people, and and people can partner with you by praying for you and what you're doing. And I'm I'm going to ask people today if they want to get behind you through prayer, or perhaps even through financial support, uh, or just to be aware of what you're doing, to contact our station, to contact us here at Vision Monday to Friday during office hours, and and we can facilitate that connection. But as well as prayer. Uh, my friend, how can people get involved in partnering with what you are doing? Uh, yeah, so there's prayer, there's financial support, and for some people, they might even want to come personally. Um, so there's plenty of opportunities to do a do a short-term trip 
or uh, you know, for some people, if God's really putting on that on, on that on your heart, uh, you might think about a, a long-term commitment uh, overseas um, to work uh, in these places uh, where you know there's unreached people. There's not a lot of uh, activity uh, with the local church, and and you could be directly involved. Incredible. So you can actually help facilitate that. So I would encourage people, if you've been touched by this fairly brief interview, but I, I really feel quite touched just talking to you. I just feel quite humbled. You know, when you were talking before, I just was thinking about those early Christians in the Roman Empire who had to, you know, draw little fish on the ground and make little hand signals to each other because they were living under such potential persecution. And here you are, a young Australian living in another country, you know, in a setting that is perhaps not like you said, conducive to Christian work and you're just out there doing it. And I feel really humble just talking to you and I just want to honour you for what you're doing over there. Yeah, I mean, thanks, mate. But honestly, everything I do is by the grace of God and, yeah, it's only by, uh, yeah, his hand and his guidance that, that we can do anything and by the, the prayers of uh, all those people who are behind us. Uh, so, yeah, it's an absolute privilege to have the opportunity to share and. Um, yeah, if there is anybody who would want to connect, but I'd be happy to do that. Yeah, so you if you much. are touched and you want to get involved in either a short-term trip, long-term trip, you want to financially support the work of God that's going on in this setting that we can't mention for security reasons, or you just want to pray for this brother and those working with him, please contact us here at Vision, and we will facilitate a connection between you. But I want to thank you again for joining us today and sharing a little bit of your story. Yeah, you're welcome. Absolute pleasure. Thank you very much for you, for the opportunity. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.